1: Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo
2: Reilly. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name.
3: Hey, friendo, oh, Steve here. Hey Larson. And welcome
2: back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcast can be found. Of course, taped live the Twitch twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, we will be live for our Survivor Series Reactions this coming Sunday at the YouTube, and then right after that, we'll be... Heading on over to the Twitch to do our recap of Survivor Series. Larson, quick, what's the best Survivor Series match in history? It's Montreal uh, Screwjob. It's Montreal Goldberg, screwjob.
3: Goldberg versus Lesnar. Oh yeah, that was boy, that was a shocking one. Shocking.
2: Contract negotiations gone wrong. The Montreal Screwjob.
3: Yep. yep.
2: Uh, we saw the uh, the uh, the Orlando Screwjob last night. Uh, that John. 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 Uh, Gargano was talking about it. I thought the NXT was sort of like the tale of two NXTs last night. The first hour was kind of weird and then the second hour was actually pretty damn good.
3: Yeah, the first hour felt like an hour of raw.
2: <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it kind of did. You know, cuz it's like, yeah. all right,
3: there's some decent stuff here, but gosh, there's like no pace to it, no momentum. <laughs> and then yeah, it picked up uh in the second in the second in the second hour for sure. Uh we got two massive reveals or mm-hmm. well, one massive reveal last night, that being war games is coming back why did they not put because i had to watch it on the network i'm guessing this is why so during that commercial break the first commercial break of the main event they were tended to eo because she took that rough bump on the apron and so that delayed the match oh. like the 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 pacing of what they had laid out for the match this is just a guess uh, i don't have any information Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so that's probably why they rushed finn out as soon as that match was over Oh yeah, to do his stuff, and they just had to go when they had to go because I'm sure they maybe may the situation, but they there was no overrun planned. Yeah, right. And so they got to the point where it's like, okay, there's a beatdown. All right, we we have to go, so let's just go now. We'll do the rest on, on, on .com. Wow. That's my guess. Because no, you're, that, you're probably basically right. Yeah. That entire first commercial break, they were tending to EO.
2: Because why else would yeah Finn came out during EO's exit? It, went, uh, it felt yeah. it kind
3: of felt like it, that's. That, you know, we could speculate like that's that for Rhea and NXT.
2: She's done oh, everything. She's I, I have that in my Steve notes. She will either show up to challenge Asuka uh, on Monday or she'll show up. Maybe somebody on one of the team, one of the Survivor Series teams. Maybe they'll get laid out is or there, something. and She'll take is their there place. A
3: spot on the women's SmackDown team still. Uh, open because, you know, she can just pop up on, on Friday. At Women's
2: SmackDown team? No, there isn't, because it's the two tag teams plus wait, no, sorry. What am I thinking? The the SmackDown team is here, I'll look it up. Bianca. Uh,
3: there's Bianca, Ruby Riot, Live, and then two TBD. Oh, wow. Smackdown.
2: Wow. I feel like she'd be a better fit on Raw, but whatever. SmackDown's cool too. Yeah. Because like I'm I my thing is like Asuka's just sitting there on Raw. I know. Like with nobody. Nothing with Oscar. Maybe they're just waiting until Charlotte comes back. That could be, but if you do Rhea right now, and, I mean, that can be a Rhea versus Oscar thing for a spell. And, I mean, I love Oscar, but, like, give him a couple matches where Rhea ends up with the Raw Women's Championship and then bring Charlotte back for that WrestleMania rematch in front of people. Maybe they want to do the
3: inverse. Maybe they want to have Rhea versus Charlotte with Charlotte walking in as champion. Yeah, that could be. That
2: could be. Um, but yeah,
3: no. Clearly, Rhea Ripley is done with NXT.
2: Um yeah. So uh, regardless of where she goes, hell of a match between those two last night. Also, mm-hmm. that was. I, I actually felt. I mean, I don't know if it, if the match ever would have made it to a takeover necessarily, but man, that match and then the other the um, the women's tag match, dude. Ember Moon, it, like oh, you she's don't, so damn good, man. You don't see. You don't see. Strikes like that outside of like maybe NXT UK, like in or, or like New Japan, like they're
3: crisp. Her strikes are so legit. She basically super kicked uh, 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 uh Raquel, Gonzalez. oh, Raquel Gonzalez's head off. Oh, I
2: know, but even just like a normal punch, a normal chop. It's all so crisp and clean everybody in that match and Raquel Gonzalez is just getting better and Here, better.
3: Ember Moon reminds me a lot of Buddy Murphy and that everything yes. Buddy does and everything yeah. Ember does, she does with yeah. purpose. It's just not like she's going through the motions, you know, as if this is choreographed thing, so I gotta do this and this and this. It's like one thing leads to this, leads to this, leads to this. Everything a, has a purpose yeah. and everything has a sense of urgency to it. It's that's, a, that, that's a great comparison.
2: Um, but yeah, the biggest thing, of course, is War Games. There's two confirmed War Games matches. Uh, uh, Shotzi Blackheart is captaining uh, her War Games team uh, against
3: Candice LeRae, who's captaining her. Hers. So I have, I, I have a, a... Part of me is wondering why they didn't hold off on this EO and Rhea match till TakeOver. And part of it could be Survivor Series, obviously, the other aspect of it maybe is that Shosse going to ask EO to be a member of her team as well, um, because they're not going to have a takeover without the, without the women's champion on the card, in some capacity.
2: They might they might have a takeover without the the men's champion on the card.
3: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously,
2: pro- because he's probably. I mean, it it might be you know fortuitous, I guess, that War Games is here because War Games is the thing. Like if yeah. you're if if and if and him being the champion. It gives him more time to to recuperate. He doesn't really need to be around. The
3: spectacle of war games is the main event, not any belt per se. Yes. I'm
2: not even sure why he was there. I mean, I get why he was there last night. Hey, when, you know, he said it, when the cat's away, you know, the mice will play. But, uh, and then he says, but look at what the cat dragged in. Uh, And then, you know, he brings out Undisputed Era. There was no need. I mean, realistically, there was no need for Finn Balor except to say, hey, you think you're the alpha around here. I'm the alpha. Uh, but then he sort of awkwardly shoehorns. Oh, by the way, I got Undisputed Era yeah, out or, here. I in their mean, time. He
3: put that picture up on, on Twitter of him and AJ and Adam Cole, like all in suits. And it was he like, did do that. Yeah. super yeah. Photoshopped and it said like the club on the bottom or something like that. So, uh, yeah, they maybe like the band's getting players. back together in some respect.
2: That'd be rad. That'd be really cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll just go ahead and kick it off because uh, War Games is a pretty big deal. It's just yeah. You know, I mean, if they wanted to do any if they were short for time, maybe say, hey, Pat, don't talk as much. Because, oh, wow. my God, he was talking forever and a day. I'm so over him already, dude. I'm so over him. He is, like, beyond Shane McMahon territory at this point for me. I just want him to be gone. So, I'm kind of with you.
3: I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Uh,
2: so, it kicked off with uh, North American champion Leon Ruff versus Johnny John. 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 John Gargano and their
3: rematch. Uh, I like that they, before the match began well, So Leon comes to the ring, sorry to interrupt you No, right. I guess it's fitting about what I'm about to say though So they're running this Leon rough video package And then Johnny comes out John, John. Says enough, enough of that crap Yeah. Last, last week, fluke Leon, you're just a pawn In Jamie and Priest's game To make Johnny, John, John. Gargano John. look like a fool uh, And then uh, says Leon, you're not a real champ I'm the real champ Calls uh, Ruff a rough joke Tonight joke is over, title's coming home with Gargano he clocks Leon uh Bell rings match begins yeah uh
2: and uh, i like that Gargano was playing the power game with Leon Ruff cuz for once he's the bigger the bigger guy he's got the mm-hmm. size advantage so he doled he doled out like a power bomb yeah that was a nasty uh, power bomb too that was a nasty power bomb uh so you know it was sort of like their first match where John John would get the advantage John. a lot but Ruff would come back, all sorts of cool, crazy, athletic, twisty stuff, try to get that crucifix pin again, but uh, this time got leveled by John. John. He got lawn darted twice by Gargano. Uh, so it's hits the powerbomb, then one final beat, and then uh, Damien Priest, who had come out earlier, mm-hmm. pulls Ruff out of the ring when uh, Gargano goes for the pin and then looks at Johnny, sort of smiles, looks at Leon, says, sorry, kid, gives him a nasty forearm. Of course, that means Johnny Gargano loses John, John due to DQ. Uh, uh, Priest puts the title. He starts running off with Leon Ruff and just sort of puts the title on the kid's head. Yeah, he's all laughing up the ramp. Uh, Leon Ruff was not happy about that. We'll
3: find out more about that yeah, later. That was pretty. That was pretty good. Uh, after that, we had Cameron Grimes promo. So he showed last week he wasn't afraid of Dexter Loomis after covering up his eyes, and after he wins the blindfold match, he'll be going to to the moon moon. and then we get blindfold match man this is a missed opportunity i felt like grimes is funny but uh they didn't really do anything that clever with it i didn't think
2: oh i think that just are you saying that because you think it did because obviously it didn't have like a finish because i'm saying it's
3: like they couldn't wait to get the blindfolds off (laughs)
2: yeah yeah it was kind of an anti-blindfold match. yeah yeah, but I We've, thought the I thought the opening stuff was pretty good. Like Grimes, you know, uh, yeah, insisting yeah, do the fun
3: splash on hitting nothing. Yeah, I understand all that. But like, right, advertise blindfold match. Give me a blindfold match. Well, this was, I a- I loved it because <laughs> just
2: the opening bits where he's like he number one he doesn't want to look Loomis in the eyes because his eyes freak him out. So yeah. he's trying not to do that. He's telling the ref put the put the blindfold on. Put the blindfold. He does, and the ref is like, okay. And, and Grimes is about to punch Loomis, and he's like, ref's like, dude you have to put it on too. And he's like, but I can't see with this thing on. Yeah. He's like, well, it's a blindfold match. I just oh, want a blindfold match.
3: I mean, like, is it going to be good? No. But, uh, when Jake Roberts and Rick Martell did it years ago, they found a way to make it creative and interesting.
2: And oh I was man. It. Yeah. I uh, weren't your expectations so because everybody dumps on that match. Oh yeah, totally, totally. I
3: feel like your expectations were so low. Oh, they were. They were in the they were they were in the gutter basically. But then I yeah. saw how they were booking and orchestrating the match. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty clever. And I was I like wanted you got Cameron yeah. Grimes. You got Dexter Loomis. They're in NXT. They should come with the, uh, be able to come with a clever take on the blindfold match. It was starting to be that. And then you had the bit, even the bit where where Grimes backs up and starts beating up the ref. Because he thinks he's Loomis. That's funny. But then as soon as the blindfolds come off. I'm like, okay, they're just trying to find a way to get out of this blindfold match thing, and then we didn't get a finish of the match. Have We've seen other blindfold matches, haven't we? Have we? I mean, that's the, Jake Roberts is the most that's famous.
2: The ba- one, that's so. the main one, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I don't look. I don't disagree. I think that they could have done a lot more with it. I thought what we got was pretty clever, and then uh, Loomis ends up throwing Grimes into the barricade. He hops over. And runs away, and then Loomis sort of gets up into the camera. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, they're they're playing out sort of a comedy horror movie angle. They have been since the Halloween Havoc. Uh, uh, I I was fine with it. I didn't think, I mean, this obviously isn't their blow-off. And, uh, I mean, maybe it could have been if they actually, you know, went through and and tried to book like a 12-minute or a 15-minute blindfold match properly. Uh, But uh, I thought this was, it, it was what it was. I was fine with it. Uh, backstage after the, I mean, I only gave it one star. <laughs> so I, evidently in the moment, I didn't think that too much highly of it. But yeah. looking back, I thought the, gr- the grime stuff was really funny. Uh, after that, uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so Regal is backstage yelling at Priest, saying like, what the hell? You can't, you can't just be doing that. Uh, Ruff comes up. He lays into Priest. is like, dude, you think I'm a joke? Everybody around here thinks I'm a joke. I'm a champion. And uh, And Priest is apologetic. And uh, he's like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, I was just trying to get Johnny. I didn't want him to get the title. And then Ruff says, okay, okay, I'm sorry. And then slaps the shit
3: out of Damien Priest yeah. and then walks off. Yeah, that <laughs> was good. Um, after that, we had uh, the announcement, the official announcement of War Games, December 6th. Um, Shotsy Blackheart, is, she's saying it's something like it's time to, to start rebuilding. You got to assume she's rebuilding her tank. Uh, they got Black Sabbath War Pigs playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and she says hey Candice uh, we're going to war December 6th and they had the logo tank and all that stuff so it's official Shotzi is going to be she's going to be huge and the,
2: w, the WWE I haven't seen them put this much behind a person in I don't know how long I mean man uh, she's totally going to end up uh, 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 getting the win here getting the pin for her team yeah it's it's she's she's huge right now yeah. Um, so uh so yeah, after that we had Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter versus uh Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh you know, man, I'm not huge on throwing together tag teams, beating well-established tag teams. This was a pretty entertaining match, and they made Casey and Caden look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh I like that Caden. They try to call her sister Abigail a flatliner, even though it was clearly a sister Abigail. <laughs> um but uh but uh, so she hits that, but Candace comes live, hits a brain buster, then a wicked stepsister for three yep. as Indy Hartwell takes out uh, Casey Catanzaro Zero so she can't break up the pin. Yep. Yep. Then Raw mm-hmm. superstar Arturo Huas <laughs> came Got back. A, a coming next, the
3: video how did he, package.
2: How did he get back to NXT? And Aleister Black couldn't get back to NXT, man.
3: <laughs> I mean, the castles were underground. That's how. I guess so. I guess that's how. But uh, it's always uh, funny to me when NXT has, uh, you know, coming next, or they have a little vignette or video package for somebody, and then they promptly lose. Now, I understand this wasn't a situation where this isn't a Dan Matha situation. Right, right. Like, who yeah. uh, has had a good, put on a good fight mm-hmm. ag- against uh, 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 Kushida, mm-hmm. but he still lost, so it, it's a pretty good submission uh, technical wrestling back and forth. Uh, uh, Kushida has a wrist lock. Who uh, has tries to counter with the D-bar, and uh, Kushida bridges, for, like a pitting combo gets the win that way. So it's more of an opportunistic win as opposed to, you know, like a tap out situation, right? But still, right. you have this little video package hyping up somebody and then they lose. Yeah, no, I I
2: feel you. NXT they they they'll do that from time to time, and it's I I, I like the swerve sort of aspect of it because you're like, oh, what jobber is he gonna take on? And then Kushida's package rolls,
3: and it's like, oh, you're about to lose. See, I at, at certain at certain times I do appreciate that, but then sometimes I want them to actually like. Who else has been in NXT for a long time? Yeah. Like, are they going to utilize them? Are they actually going to try to do something with them? Because he could he's done some interesting stuff. You know, this like whole presentation yeah. is really kind of cool and interesting. At least explore what you can do with them instead of just jobbing them out. I kind of think this is just my you know, this is why
2: they really need a second NXT show on well, maybe I guess a third because of UK. On the network to feature guys like like he could be a main event player on you know WWE Evolve you know what I mean yeah. like whatever yeah. they're gonna call it, uh, him. Why why have they not done anything with Bugenhagen? Where's Rick Bugenhagen? Like this guy has got charisma like insane camera charisma. Part of me part of me just thinks and I, this is probably maybe I'm wrong I don't know. I just assume it's something at the performance center that I don't see that oh, they yeah. see in terms of these people being ready or not mm-hmm. for TV. It's
3: totally what it is. I'm sure that's totally what it is. And now that they're not doing the the Florida house show loop, I'm sure the, the, the ring time and that in between, you know, like the performance center being closed for a spell for training, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure some of the people that are in there, you know, that the purely developmental talents, they might be in WB's eyes behind where they would have been otherwise. I don't know yeah
2: I mean it's not like AEW AEW just roll up in there and they'll they'll just throw in they'll throw to the wolves on dark and uh if you know if 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 you take I don't know how that's gonna play out like with getting TV time for a bunch of other people but uh but yeah NXT it's funny or WWE in general it's like they seemingly have some talent like Zaya Lee for the longest time wasn't seen anywhere she's super Mm -hmm. talented Mm -hmm. um so uh anyway now she finally has somewhat of a story uh, so, yeah, there's that. After that, we had an Ember Moon-Tony Storm interview. Um, Tony Ember Moon was great here. Ember Moon was really good. She's natural. I, she was comfortable. Ever since she got back, she is so much more comfortable on the mic. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe they're scripting less. Maybe. I don't know why. Maybe the time off, She that's something she
3: worked I on. I kind of feel like she's just being her now before. They she knows were, who she is. Yeah, They're telling her, this is your character. And maybe it was just a, an ill fit. It felt like mm-hmm. she's just being her now, and it's working really well. I agree. I totally agree. So uh, she
2: says some sort of babyface stuff. And then uh, Tony says, uh, uh, Ember, I know we're tagging tonight. But uh, you know, when it comes to the NXT women's title, just know that that's still my goal. Ember says, well, let's just worry about tonight, and then we'll worry about the rest. Later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I have it written down here in my Steve notes, accessible if you're a Friendo Club TV member, uh, that Ember is much more comfortable on the mic these days. After that, we had uh, some uh, predictions from various NXT uh, uh, people about Rhea Ripley versus Io
3: Shirai. I kind of feel oh, like they, you should, didn't know? they should keep AAA, chip, Triple H out, out of making these predictions. We know he, he books <laughs> this stuff. You know? M, Road
2: Dog. I'll be honest. Full disclosure: I kind of saw what was going on, and I was I was already fast forwarding, so I just kept on fast forwarding. Oh, all right. What? uh, uh Who did Triple H pick? Rhea. That's not surprising. Did Did they interview Heartbreak? Because that's
3: what. Yes.
2: Did you see the little video of Gargano and Candice and uh, Indy Hartwell? Well, well, he he kept on referring to to HBK as just Heartbreak. So I wonder if that's what they refer to him. He's like, "Where's heartbreak? Who's doing this stuff?" He knows about the Montreal screw job. This is the Orlando screw job. <laughs> it was pretty funny. That's pretty did, good. Did Sean was Shawn Michaels didn't make an I appearance? I
3: think so. I kind of was half paying attention. I saw where the <laughs> okay. road
2: dog was there with his
3: with his NXT mask, you know, pulled down.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so after that, yeah, I saw his. He has sort of a werewolf face these days.
1: Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
0: The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list.
2: Versus Ember Moon and Tony Storm. Something occurred to me while writing Gonzalez's name down a lot. Hmm. She's gonna get it when she goes to Maine. She's gonna get like a new. You, see, you hear the thing about Chelsea Green? How she was almost they almost uh, renamed her Victorious, which is a terrible name. It but to, but Raquel Gonzalez, it's sort of a, a like just a normal name. It's like you know a name on a on a driver's license, right? Yeah. They're gonna rename her probably. And honestly, they should because she comes off as so much bigger of a star than just a Raquel. You know what I mean? She is great. Like, she is is really really developed. She's understood like what her strengths are. Mm. That bit where, uh, so Raquel gets Ember in a submission. I think it, I forget if it was like the one where she's sort of on her back. That was
3: like the gory special type thing.
2: The gory, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Ember like flips over over the top and goes over to the ropes. Raquel comes charging at her. Uh, Ember drops down Raquel goes out but Raquel doesn't miss a beat like as soon as Ember like sort of stumbles back to the middle of the ring Raquel has run around the ring got back in and lays her out yeah like that kind of stuff it's like that's how you book a monster is like just they can't just be large and lumbering they have to be relentless and always coming at you
3: and savvy savvy yeah. Because she, yeah, I remember that's spot. she ran around because Ember was going for the tag to uh, Tony. And she yeah. goes and intercepts so she can get the tag and laser out. I recall that. Yes, that was good. Terrifying stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the finish saw Tony Storm and Dakota Kai trade some kicks. Uh, Raquel pushes Storm into the ring post. Moon hits her with a suicide dive. That was great. And mm-hmm. then back of the ring, Tony Storm rolls up Dakota Kai for the win. And pretty much as soon as the match is over, Candace and Indy lay out Ember Moon and Tony Storm from behind. Dakota Kai and Raquel get in on that action. Uh, and Raquel hits both Ember Moon and Tony with Powerbomb. So you can see uh, Candice's team takes shape. We're going to get yeah, Candice, so Indy, them, yeah. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. I'm guessing Shotzi will be herself, uh-huh. Ember Moon, Tony uh-huh. Storm. I wouldn't uh-huh. be surprised if it's Io Shirai. Yeah. Yeah, given the conversation right in the uh, promo earlier interview earlier between Ember and Tony about the NXT title. Yeah. So face team wins and they all, the four the three of them start jockeying for position to get title shots.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to
3: be, God dang, that's going to be a hell of a match. So that... That I can take over. We're going to have two war games matches. We're gonna have a triple threat for the North America title. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking yep. like. Yep. Yep. That's interesting. Right. Then... Anything else to shaping up? War two games, war war games, war games. North American North title. American. There'll be at least one more, I'd think. The tag champs are. Oh, probably the Thatcher games. and, and Champa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah. that happened next. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so uh so yeah, the uh we get a quick shot of uh the kings of NXT or the brand, whatever they're called. They go inside, they arrive. Uh then we get uh Timothy Thatcher versus uh August Gray. Uh, and a decent enough match every time Thatcher tries to go for a submission, August is able to counter. He goes up top. Thatch sort of catches him, gets him into a net crank. August ends up tapping out. Yeah. Um Thatch goes, uh, there's another lesson for you. Don't don't pick a match, don't pick a fight with a guy you can't beat. Um and then uh Superchampa comes out. Yeah.
3: Now here's the thing about all these promos that he's been dropping. Well, we called it last week. That's what we said. It's like, well, he's talking about taking liberty of somebody. Maybe he's gonna have a feud with Thatcher. Sure enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he also t- was talking about like fake tough guys and I mean, like Thatchers. Well, I mean, like part of the the, the since they've been doing the Thatchers Thatch live in ring, it's like it's not like he's immediately and consistently, uh, uh, like working over everybody to such a degree that is utter dominance at yeah. first. Yeah, like pretty much what he does is he pisses them off. They start to fight back, and then at the risk of being humiliated. He destroys them. Yeah. Um, so I guess in that sense, you could interpret that if one is Tommaso Ciampa as Thatcher being a fake tough guy. Yeah, that's a good point. It's just Thatcher seems like a real tough guy. He seems like a legit tough guy. I understand that. But I do your like, teeth you're, and stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he's from
2: Sacramento. Your point is sound, though. Um, so uh, anyways, uh, he comes out, gets into the ring, and uh, Thatch says, uh, I-, I got no problem with you. He leaves. Uh, and then backstage, uh, Champa interview, uh, She uh, Mackenzie asked, what was that all about? And he said, I thought I made it pretty obvious. I want to fight Timothy Thatcher. That will be a killer takeover match. Just mm-hmm. an absolute, that'll be a killer
3: one. Yeah, this takeover is shaping up to be pretty solid. Um, after that, we're supposed to have Damian Priest in action. However, John, John, John Gargano attacks him. Mm-hmm. So they're brawling all over the place. Uh, In and out of the ring, and then Leon Ruff comes out. He drop kicks Priest off the apron, Mm -hmm. and then as he's getting back on the apron, he sends John John. into Priest with some head scissors. And then Ruff clears the ring. He's holding the North American title. There's this great shot of both Priest and Gargano at the same time rising up. So you Mm -hmm. see them their heads come from you know like the, the the floor of the ring. Yeah. And they're pissed. So they storm into the ring. And as they get in, Leon Ruff runs out, runs up to the top of the stage, holds up the title. Uh, Both Priest and Gargano are fuming. And then Priest looks over to Gargano. Gargano gets out of there.
2: Yeah. I thought this was really good stuff. I love that Leon Ruff is – he's such a proxy for, like, the normal person. I mean, he's Mm -hmm. not. Like, I'm – there's – he does moves that are just awesomely athletic and so creative. Yeah, but being such a small guy, even compared to Gargano, and being in a land of giants, it's it's you you, you immediately identify with that guy. You yeah. immediately understand. Yeah, he's him. the consummate underdog. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we got uh, some
3: cool news next week. Kevin Owens is filling in for Wade Barrett.
2: Yeah, I've, I I know I'm the bearer of bad news. Not going to be here next week.
3: But my good friend Kevin Owens. No, I liked how he said. I don't want to be the bearer of bad things. Oh, dudes.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like whenever he says bad news. I so know. There's a twist so, this time.
3: Man, I was
2: hyped when I heard about it because I had heard about the Kevin Owens thing, I think, like, earlier. Mm. Um, and I'm like, man, just let him come back. Let him come back. You're just He's on this meaningless Survivor Series SmackDown team that's going to get annihilated by Team Raw. He's not doing anything. Just bring him back to NXT. Like, can you imagine Champa versus Kevin Owens, Timothy Thatcher versus Kevin Owens, and then, of course... You A whole new year of life for Adam Cole in NXT with Kevin Owens there. Are you kidding me? Oh, it man. It really books itself. It books
3: itself. It really does. It really does. So after that, uh, I guess it'd be Tuesday, uh, William Regal endeavored to go to Boa's apartment. Mm-hmm. Knocks on his door. Boa opens the door. Looks like he hasn't slept in about a week. Yeah. Um, and Regal's like, hey, you haven't been at the PC in a week you haven't been training. Uh, what's up Boa says I'm not going to PC I'm not training she's coming yeah he was having sex Regal says says, who (laughs) Zaya she hasn't been to PC in two weeks yeah Boa says no not Zaya she's coming yeah yeah he's spending
2: all his time smashing in his apartment that's why he looks so tired I guess he's like she's she's coming And he's like, what are you? He real thought he meant somebody's approaching. Yeah. But it was, it was Bo, Bo, Bo face. (laughs) That's how I took it. Anyway, he's all tired, sapped of precious bodily fluids. Uh And, uh, and he's all freaked out because, you know, obviously, she, whoever she is, she won't stop. All right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought it was so clever when I wrote that in my notes.
3: Oh, that actually made it to the notes, huh?
2: Yeah, I put Hoodie Boa says no, she's coming But I wrote it the gross way
3: Yeah <laughs> Of course, of course uh, Then we get our main event, Rhea Ripley versus Eo Shry Hell of a match um, Yeah, like that There's that bit where Rhea hits that electric chair Face buster on the apron And they be, like, pretty much immediately go to picture And picture, rest checking on Eo. Trainers come out uh, Don't know the exact nature of what they were looking at I guess, you know, something with her face obviously Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't busted open or anything yeah yeah that was scary and i'm not exactly uh, sure exactly when Rhea got her ear busted open
2: yeah
3: they it did before a... that drop kick they did the replay of
2: oh it was before that okay I think so because i didn't know if it was on I that or not
3: thought i'd noticed it bleeding before that
2: how about that uh how about that sunset flip to the eight, oh, off the apron, and then they pow- and then the power bomb to the table. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. They did it, oh, they, awesome. they did a really
3: good job of telling the story of EO, like basically destroying Rhea's arm, and Rhea powering through that injury enough to be competitive but not be able to hit the riptide because mm-hmm. she had two chances to hit a riptide. Two chances, yeah. And uh, EO reversed it both times the second time to like a really nasty looking DDT. Rhea yes. spiked herself, yeah. Yeah, And so by the end of the match, like Rhea was pretty much she was pretty much done. They tell the good story with her and be able to stay competitive and keep coming back despite the the bad arm. But, man, that that powerbomb spot was crazy. That was ridiculous.
2: So Rhea, <laughs> Rhea, barely. This was rad because I to, no so didn't see it coming. And I'm so glad they replayed it a bunch of times. So like EO is in the corner. Like she spent from like just having power bond Rhea. So she gets in, beats a count. But right on like the nine and a half, Rhea gets in. She beats the 10 count and she sort of rolls in. And as soon as she rolls in, EO hits the moonsault right on her. On her back, yeah. Yeah, on her back. And that that got the win. That was so great. And then they replay and you see from EO's perspective, like she just sort of is in the corner and she sees Rhea roll in and her eyes light up and she's like, Oh, she's in position. She hops yeah. up, gets some moonsault. It That's was great, beautiful finish. I loved how Rio was
3: selling when she got back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like she yeah. was
2: done. She was done. Yeah. It was she all, was the, all she could do is beat the count. And unfortunately for her, Io had that one last moonsault mm-hmm. in her, and that, that finished it off. Uh, just a brilliant, brilliant man. I mean, that was a takeover level match, man. It, it was really so was. Good. So
3: they had a nice moment at the foot of the ramp where Eo mm-hmm. hugs Rhea, and yeah. they exchanged some words. Plainly obvious, it seems, that Rhea's done in NXT. I wish they could have given it a bit more time, and mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times when somebody's done in NXT, they get a pretty nice send off. And granted, mm-hmm. there's there's not all, you know a huge crowd there, um, but that's not unusual for when someone is done. They make it pretty obvious they're done. But unfortunately, it seemed like they kind of had to rush this last segment because pretty much as soon as uh, like, I think Rhea was going to, you know, raise uh, EO's e- 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 hand with the belt and stuff. And maybe she saw Finn come out. It's like, all right, we don't have time. I'm just going to go. Because pretty much as soon as Rhea turned around and started walking up the ramp, Finn called for the mic and started talking.
2: Yeah, I think he walked out when her music was still playing. I don't even think they, they didn't play his. He didn't really get it like an <laughs> entrance entrance. He just walks out and says, first of all, congratulations to EO. Talks about his uh, jaw having three plates in it now. Uh, and then the the Pat McAfee people come out. Uh, McAfee just talks <laughs> McAfee and talks. And and <laughs> I haven't written in my notes as the Pat McAfee Foundation, uh, but yeah, the Pat McAfee people. Uh, and McAfee just goes on and on. If they were short for time, my God, why yeah, somebody he did somebody say
3: he didn't have to go into great detail about everybody that they laid out? He we've been we laid watching,
2: out man. We've been watching. We've been. It was a detail about everybody. I mean, he even mentions Bob Fish. God, when you're getting that low in the well, no, it's but, just, but
3: it's not like he just said, oh, and, and Bob Fish. He's like, oh, who's the other guy? The guy with the mustache.
2: Yeah, it's just forever. It's
3: forever, and it and robbed then, us. And then the punchline, Robert Fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just call him Robert Fish to begin with. It's funnier. So, anyways, he tells Finn, uh, if you respect wrestling NXT, hand the title over. We've been running the show uh, the whole time you've been gone, or you're gonna end up like all the others. And that's when Vin says, "Yeah, it's easy for the mice to play when the cat's away, but the cat is back." And look what I just dragged in! Undisputed hit and undisputed era hit the ring. Huge brawl breaks out, and then dot com. You have a uh, regal come out, and you got a the uh, undisputed uh, you know, era just like, "Oh man, say it, well, it say great the word." Because regal had a big smile on us. So he, 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 couldn't was even, he was trying to laugh. He couldn't even talk.
2: He couldn't even talk. And then he says, eight fighters, two teams of four. I think you know where this is going, gentlemen." And then you can hear Adam and everybody just say it. say the words, please say the words. I'm begging you just say it. And then he has a big old smile. War games <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I do have to, that didn't
2: make the air. <laughs> I do I, in a moment that didn't make the air, I know it was kind of, it kind of had a house show feel to it, huh? Um, I do appreciate McAfee's bump on Adam Cole's bro kick. Because he laid him out, and McAfee took that bump like a stud.
3: Pat McAfee is going off the cage, man. He is. He is. Yeah, He's totally going off that cage.
2: Yeah, I think he's got, dude, I mean, from that last match, he's got some skills. He's obviously taking it seriously. He's doing what they're telling him to do. You know, like, he, it wasn't on him to run his mouth that much. Like, that's what he was ordered to do. So when I call Pat McAfee out, I'm calling out WWE Creative. They should have told him, hey, keep it. Keep yeah, exact dial it back, exactly. Yep, keep but, it brief. Uh, keep it brief. Yeah, it was a great I mean at this point at this point Regal understands th- him saying war games is a moment and uh and it obviously tickles everybody to death. Yeah. And and McAfee, it's funny because if you look at every like Undisputed Air was totally into it. Uh you see uh Danny Birch, he's got a really menacing grin on his face when he understands that he's gonna be in war games. Everybody else is into it, and you see Pat McAfee, he's like his oh, reaction was his reaction was pretty great, and too. it was, it was like, a pretty oh, good
3: you know turnaround with Adam Cole for what like f- three four years ago where it mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. it was the worst thing he could have heard, and now he's chomping at the bit because War Games, despite what their win loss record might be, that's undisputed era's match. They yeah, exactly. one of them, Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know?
2: yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, all right, let's see here. I got some uh, questions up here on Le Patreon.
0: So
2: let me find those published. Uh, There we go. All right. First up, we've got uh, James Fletcher. Who is the top NXT talent currently on TV? And who is the worst currently on TV? The best talent on TV right now. I don't know, man. It's hard, like all the stuff I've seen from Ember Moon lately. It's oh, hard for so me weird. not to say Ember Moon because she's God so dang, her actual like wrestling skills are just so great. Cameron Grimes, in terms of like his the personality stuff, I can't get enough of the guy. He's, he, I think he's he's terrific. Uh, in
3: terms of all around performers, it's hard to, to disagree with Adam Cole still. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. Uh, worst, I don't know,
2: man. I don't know. I can't. I can't say anybody's like a worst here. Um I mean, there's there's guys that I haven't really been too exposed to, like August Gray. I don't really, I haven't really seen much of him. He doesn't really stand out to me as like as innovative as like a Leon Ruff. Who you see some of the stuff Leon Ruff, Leon Ruff. It's insane. He makes Grand Metalik look like you know like a slow ski. He looks mm-hmm. like he's looks slow. Complain. This dude is all over those ropes. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see somebody doing that with the ropes, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't have a worst. I don't have a worst. I mean, even Raquel Gonzalez, who's like, you know, just sort of your, could be your prototypical big man, so to speak, big woman, I guess. She's doing really fun stuff. Like, she is, she has obviously been putting
3: in the work. I know. I know. Yeah, the level of talent across the board NXT is, is off the charts, man.
2: It really is. It's just a matter of like creative being uh, consistent and yeah. using everybody to the best of, of yep. their
3: ability. Uh, Jonathan, Nia, and Shayna are currently pissed about the other members of the Raw team. Could uh, They may take another one out. Well, if they're going to do it, they got to do it Sunday before the actual show. So I thought SmackDown is on Friday. There's two spots left. Rhea mm-hmm. shows up. I mean, I agree. It makes more sense for Rhea to be on Raw, I feel like. But... Mm-hmm. And maybe that will happen. You know, so it's entirely possible that Shayna and Nia could lay, you know, either Peyton Royce or Lacey Evans out and uh, bring on Rhea Ripley. Okay, wait. Never so know. who's
2: who's on Team SmackDown right now?
3: It's Bianca. Bianca. Ruby, Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot. Uh,
2: then... Natalie is going to be on that team.
3: Yeah. Liv Morgan's on there. Liv right? Morgan,
2: because it was supposed to be Chelsea Green.
3: Yeah, so that's the only three confirmed right now
2: yeah i here's the thing about here's the thing about Rhea being in in a survivor series team she's bigger than that because team raw is gonna win that's gonna be that that story is already written it's lana Mm -hmm. it's it's lana Mm -hmm. that that story is written that's happening yeah so if Rhea shows up for team raw she's overshadowed by that story if she shows up for team smackdown she's on the losing team You know what I mean? Like, there's no, it's not like a spot where, oh, it's a team that desperately needs a fifth person to like lift them up. It's no, that's Lana's, that's, that's going to be Lana's Lana's moment. Yeah, Yeah. that's
3: true. That's true. Uh, Mr. Dope with the sub. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Mr. Dope. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Big Chris, is Bronson Reed injured or have they halted his push? He's been off TV a bit for now. I know. I've noticed that too. I don't know what the deal is, man.
3: I don't know either. Dude's dude's a, a a star in the
2: making, man. He really is. Maybe whomever he's been calling out on Twitter has something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he's been very vocal on he Twitter. Has he has and been. And to, to some, it might be obvious who he's referring to. <laughs> uh,
3: let's see here. Uh, get out of here. Uh, uh, Dang Q says, sorry, Bo is probably mentioning Karen Q, who has been out injured.
2: Ah, maybe. Maybe they're going to read the butt her.
3: Uh, Folsom uh, Joe with the Bits. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank
2: you, Folsom Joe. Alex Foster, does NXT have valets? Why do people just leave their cars unattended? It's like, you know, it's their own little office, their own private
3: parking lot. It's fine. They're You know, they're not worried about it. Shane's birthday tweet is, talent like Ember and Sonya get better with pros because of a lack of a crowd that could be overbearing or too much. I just think they're just letting them be themselves.
2: I agree with that. I think that there's kind of evidence for that. Like with Ember Moon, her first run in NXT, it, no, they didn't know who she was. No, like she was. It was like this weird battle of we want you to be this like supernatural person, but then we also just want to be you to be yourself, and it's just it didn't fit. So it's like no. now there's it honestly just feels like they're like, hey, you got a blank canvas, do what you want to do, mm-hmm. be creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, she she seems like somebody with a creative mind, anyways. If you if you yeah. ever seen like her Twitch channel, yeah. she's doing all sorts yeah. of cool craft stuff. So and it's I think it's really working. Her outfit, like her little entrance mask
3: on the hood thing, was rad. It was really cool. So good. Uh, We got our ratings in. That's what White Brownie says. AEW 850. Wow. And then NXT, ooh, 638.
2: Oh wow, that's an ass whooping. That is. That's an old fashioned ass whooping. Hey, you know what? That's okay. Um, Gregory Fiella. I love that the Undertaker and Last Ride show were just chilling at the bottom of the screen when the McAfee Undisputed Era fight broke out. I know they were running the last ride. They couldn't have truncated that a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how TV works, man. I feel I feel like a TV's all loosey goosey,
3: I guess. <laughs> uh legit underboss, that's Jimmy Thomas. Who do you think will be the first person to go from NXT UK to main roster without being full time in NXT Prime? If Walter wanted to, it would be him. Yeah, it would totally be him. I could see uh
2: I could see Ilya Dragunov. I could see him. I think he's like just he's got tons of just just buckets of intensity.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's like like all intensity
2: of intensity. I think he'd be fun on Raw. Uh,
3: Let's see here. Uh, Night by night, which member of the Undisputed Era would you invite to Thanksgiving dinner with your family? And what would you ask them to bring for the meal? I would ask
2: Adam Cole to mm-hmm. bring his uh, uh, N64 and Virtual Pro Wrestling. But
3: you 64. have both those things.
2: It, I know, but it'd be like, it'd be like, hey, you know, he's like, hey, what can I bring?
3: Hey, do bring this, N64. do this, do this. Ask him to bring his PlayStation Two and and SmackDown. Here comes the pain because that's a wrestling oh, game you haven't but I played. Don't have. That you don't have that's supposed to be okay. really good, all right. Then I'll bring the that's N64. the answer.
2: And 10 minutes into here comes a will be like, Come on, man, this is crap. Look, can we just play N64? And he'd be like, Yeah, sure, man. <laughs> Christopher Abrasad, since Kevin Owens is coming to NXT next week, do you think he'll have a match takeover? No, no, but I really hope that he gets that he mixes it up with somebody to get him back into NXT. Oh, I'm gonna be praying for that, man. I that's know. gonna
3: be so fun, him and Vic. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Oh, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. Uh, snare freak. I'm currently working in, in between seeing patients. What is your go-to fast food? Snare Freak says, what a burger. It's the Dell.
2: Yeah, give me the Dell. It's, it's the Dell, but lately on the weekends to entice my child to get ahead on her homework, I'll say, hey, let's do Happy Meal and homework. And she's like, okay. But I got a problem because she wants, with her Happy Meal, chocolate milk, but she also wants a chocolate milkshake on the side. And I'm like, dude, that's too much. That is way too much. So she always gives me shit for that. So it's one of the few things that I won't back down on. You can't have the chocolate milk, chocolate milkshake combo. Yeah, you got to choose
3: one or the other. You can't do it. It's too much. Because essentially it's just two of the same thing. Just one's been chilled, essentially. Exactly. Uh, White Brownie, who's next for EO and who should be the one to take the title offer? Uh, either Shotzi or Ember should be the one to take the title off Eo.
2: Eo can can switch seamlessly between good guy, bad guy, and so yeah, I think that. Uh, man, there's a lot. I mean, dude, you got a lot of great people out there. You got, I mean, right now you got Tony Storm, you got Ember, you got Shotzi. They seem to, they seem to really. I, I kind of get the feeling that it's going to be Shotzi. And then Shotzi's going to end up having really great takeover matches with all the other people like Ember Moon and Tony Storm, but it's always getting Shotzi's going to have the title, until maybe the, until she goes to main roster. Then you know it, it's a free for all. But
3: man, uh, uh, I'm just trying to do something. Every time I see Peter Dune, and I blurt out "Jacked," Power Rank top three jacked comebacks. Uh, Triple
2: H is number one.
3: Uh, Tommaso Ciampa.
2: Yeah, he came back pretty jacked.
3: He was humongous. Remember
2: when Dean Ambrose came back jacked? <laughs> that lasted <like> three weeks. <laughs> it lasted three weeks. It did. That was not natural for him. Uh, um, those oh, are the my- first two that come to mind. Rusev. Right. Remember when Rusev came yeah. back and he was like trim? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but with tri- Triple H would. Tri- it was weird because Triple H like his lat. These are the lats, right? Right here. No, those are the trapezius. The traps, the traps. The traps lats were, the were the like on the
3: side of your back,
2: right here. And his lats,
3: yeah, that's right. No, like, I remember the lats. The lats like he were walked, massive. He walked like this because he could put a, he couldn't put his arms all the way down. He couldn't the put his so arms huge. down. Yeah. And
2: then it's like he didn't do forearm workouts, or like yeah. he or like the muscles don't grow much in his forearms because like he had the smallest forearms. I know. But like everything else was massive. I know.
3: Twisted dreams with sub. That says keep it up. Thank you, Twisted
2: Dreams. Brandon Monroe. Could NXT have a David Arquette moment and give that NXT title to Pat McAfee? God, and how would they no. do it? I, I, I'm not going to say never. I'd say like it's a 10% chance. I'm not going to say it's a 2% botch. But I don't think that's going to happen.
3: No. No. Dang, MQ, Kaylee Ray versus Piper Niven for uh, NXT UK Women's Championship is a really good match. I got to get caught up on the NXT UK.
2: Yeah, I'll honestly do just watch that.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll watch
2: that. I'll watch that match. But, man. Walter versus Ilya. Holy shit. I got to watch that again. It's so good. Uh, War Machine MJ. Buy or pass? Champa and Thatcher as a tag team. Mm. Pass. I'll pass on that one. And then Patrick Sparks, the B-man. Regal gets a really euphoric feeling yelling war games, as does Cameron Grimes going to the moon. What other wrestlers get euphoric over a catchphrase? At one time, Bob Roode got euphoric over saying "glorious." Yeah. Now that he probably soul hates sucking.
3: it. That soul <laughs> sucks hates it.
2: Uh, uh, Shinsuke, uh when he says "yow, ow," yeah, yow, When he says that. Or come on, when he says "come on," that's that's yeah. The one I'm well, because he has his hands down there too, you know. Come on, like Boa, she's coming. <laughs>
3: Yeah, those are good answers. I think of somebody else. Well, I mean, anytime anybody, DX said suck it pretty much, too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, ANJ Network, none of, none of them do, I guess, in terms of women challenging EO. Uh, it says EO goes to the main roster and vaca- vacates the title like Asuka. Here's the thing, though. Back then, Ember Moon was –
2: no offense to Ember Moon because, obviously, I'm a big fan – Nobody at that time was on Asuka's level or even close. I feel like with EO, they have a better opportunity. They had the the, ta- the depth of talent is just way stronger. So like you could have Shotzi take it off EO and have it be believable. Back then it really wasn't. I mean, they had that one match where Ember where I think Asuka had like to to cut to to do a shortcut to, to yeah, we were the corner. We were yeah. That was a good match. It was, but like, I don't know. I just didn't, I never saw it with Oscar. I felt like they were. I felt like with that match, they were trying to force the hand. They were trying to be like, okay, look, Oscar's really dominant, but oh, she has to cut a corner here, but it just didn't feel natural. It's like, she's had such a dominant run.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, white Brownie power rank five gimmicks that didn't work in the past, but can work now. Well, just give me one. Mantar. Give one, you give me one. <laughs> Mantar. <laughs> I mean, that's what Taurus is. A triple A? Yeah. He's true. awesome.
2: That's true. Mantar. All right. I'll come up with one. Uh, didn't work in the past. Repo Man. Mordecai was on uh, Talking Shop Mania, too. Oh, Yeah. Yeah uh repo man yeah you could do repo man now but didn't that work i mean doesn't that doesn't that's not considered a success
3: i mean he didn't really do anything as repo man especially compared to barry darso in his previous iteration was member of demolition mm, dominant tag yeah. team yeah that's a good point that's a good point as funny yeah. as he was as repo man i still don't understand why he had a tire treadmark across his abdomen because he tried to repo a car and he got ran over yeah but then he shouldn't be wrestling
2: uh, well, he got it fixed. Well, he because, got his, he got he, his insides fixed. Potential
3: internal injuries. I don't know how easily one could come back from that, especially in Me- the early 90s. Medicine was not as good in the early 90s as it is now, Steve. This is a great, great answer. Man
2: Mountain Rock. <laughs> uh, Haystacks Calhoun. Haystack, oh, he was super over. All right, anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for a second. Thanks for watching, buddy. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye help support going in raw today by becoming a friendo club tv member you'll get access to new bonus episodes every week including Frendo club arcade live power rank vintage 10 for the wins and ask steven larson get access to friendo club tv today by becoming a five dollar and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Stephen larson by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen larson or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Stephen larson